Today, 50,000 new illegal immigrants dumped into the United States, but don't worry, I'm sure they will show up for their court date. Dr. Fauci says the new mask recommendations will definitely incentivize people to get vaccinated and not the other way around. And Nancy Pelosi calls Kevin McCarthy a moron. Just another day on Capitol Hill. We've got a lot coming up today, and it starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez today joined. I've got a good table today. We are joined by once again, Sheriff Bill Weyburn, who is looking dapper as ever in his cowboy hat and wonderful, beautiful tie. Thank you for being here, Sheriff. And uh, we've got Elijah Schaefer, who uh, hosts of Slightly Offensive, I should say, which you can find on Blaze TV and oh, yeah, also these, on YouTube. These seats, people don't realize are actually heated because I'm, I'm feeling a little bit hot, you know? Are I, you? I'm feeling heated about today's topics. I mean, all of this stuff... <laughs> It's going to be a good show. Yeah, I know. I mean, I well, Elijah was getting so fired up before we started. I was like, I hope you're prepared to repeat everything that you just said. I will. On TV because he was getting very fired up about some of this. So let's let's first let's get into what's going on at the border. Um, I know a couple days ago we talked about uh, how I think it was like maybe a third of illegal immigrants who were making it over were refusing the COVID vaccine. Uh, so, you know, we're seeing also, let me just, before we get to these numbers of the illegal immigrants who are now dumped into the United States without court dates, let me bring you the real news of the day, which is uh, there were a bunch of illegal immigrants with COVID who were seen coughing and sneezing at a Whataburger near the border, um, which is a big problem for me because if you mess with Whataburger... Texans are not going to Texans are not going to take it. Um, so I just wanted to get that hot news out of the way. By the way, Elijah, so Elijah is from California. For those of you who don't know, are you uh, converted to Whataburger yet? In and out is still better, but oh. but the patty melt, but the patty melt after midnight hits like something, nothing else. Honestly, <laughs> it's you have to wait thirty minutes for it. But it's worth the yeah. wait. It's worth 45, the wait. 45, maybe. So, so I, but I mean, I bring, that, I bring that to the table just to say there are obviously problems if you are telling the American people, hey, you are going to have to mask back up. Hey, you are going to have to do all these things to uh, really like negatively impact your life. But by the way, we're going to let all of these illegal immigrants cross the border. Some of them are sick. We're not, you know, even if we're testing them, they're testing positive. We're still releasing them into the United States. And there we're seeing these illegal immigrants actually are coming in with covid and uh we're still we're it's that's still totally fine but you as an american citizen have to mask up uh but so uh, around fifty thousand, i love this migrants it always in the articles it says migrants 50 Call me legal aliens. fifty thousand illegal aliens uh were captured who were captured crossing the border between the united states and mexico uh have been released into the united states without court dates now this month. So they just have instructions to just eventually report back to ICE. Just like, hey, mm -hmm. just whenever you get a chance, whenever you feel like it might be convenient for you, would you please, pretty please, with sugar on top, uh, come to an ICE office sometime. I know you guys are going to find this shocking. Only 13% of those people have actually followed up with an ICE agent um, 
as of now. <laughs> so, and actually, I find it shocking that it's, I think 13's high. Lawbreakers not <laughs> following the law. I have a, this is a question for you, actually. What? Is that legal, like, in terms of relation with state rights and city rights, right, and, and municipalities, for the federal government to release non-citizens like that into the country without re reservation? It, it is not following the law as we have written it. They, they are, in their discretion, as they will say, they are not following the law. And, you know, this reminds me of an old comedy on television where the deputy's overwhelmed with people and he starts handing the, the outlaws booking sheets and said, would you mind booking yourself into jail? <laughs> it just probably isn't going to happen. And uh, uh, these people aren't, the people that were getting court dates are not showing up. Mm -hmm. So the people mm -hmm. that says, hey, would you contact us and maybe get a court date? Are they really going to show up? Yeah. Are they going to even understand that they're supposed to show up? Well, and our, I mean, what motivation do they have to respect the, the United States law when the entire reason that they're here is from breaking that law? Like, I just, I, I fail to understand. No, it, it is an invasion, and, and I have to say this because... You know, if you go, go to Media Matters or any of these, you know, right-wing right. check sites, they'll be like, you know, these are, this is racism. These are migrants who are looking for a better life. Okay, dude, I get it. They are looking right. probably mm -hmm. for a better life. You mm -hmm. actually hit it right on the head. The problem with this is, is that we have a society. This is not just an, an open doors foundation. This isn't a yes. charity. Yes. This is a structure. We have to have laws and rules. Everyone crying right now about the Capitol riots are so upset about people breaking laws and not following the rules and going where they shouldn't. Well, let's bring this to this conversation. This country cannot operate long-term in a cohesive biospirit if we do not share common similarities. Mm -hmm. And they said after, 18, after 1965, when they changed the immigration in this country, and they said, okay, look, we're not going to be just a white country anymore. We're going to let different people in, come in. And what did they sell this on? They said, it's not going to break up the centricity of the nation because they're going to assimilate Right. Which, which then alludes to the fact that we're going to have a structure, a certain amount of people that come in, a way they come in, a way that we teach them about our values, mm -hmm. our culture, and that this idea of this melting pot. we share that pot, culture. Yeah. Yes, that we would have that. What they're doing now shows that their entire you know, narrative for the last 70 years has been a lie because they're not pushing anymore, not even the assimilation, not even the idea of, of teaching them basics. They're just going, look, you wanted to come here? You don't speak the language. You don't know anything about us. You don't even know what our economy is, how it works anymore. But, you know, you might vote for us in mm -hmm. a few years. Yeah. So, hey, you know, and if you know you don't vote for us, you can have kids here and they'll vote for us. And so go wherever you want. And they send them through the country into red strongholds, bus them, flying them in mil military planes. And you go, that's an invasion. You're importing potential voters for a power move that don't share our country. You're degrading our society. And you're doing this, what, for your own benefit? That's an attack. That's an enemy attack. Mm -hmm. Sheriff, I know you have a lot of, uh, of friends that are over closer to the border here right. in Texas. What, what are your thoughts on this? Well, we're hearing from them that they're just overwhelmed, just mm -hmm. absolutely overwhelmed. And the law is no matter, it doesn't matter anymore. Very much what Elijah said is that they're just suggestions now. But all resources and infrastructures are being overwhelmed because of this. And the hospitals and some of our border counties really just for survival of themselves want to get those people out of the county said so, well you're here we can't keep you so what do we do with you mm -hmm. so uh those people down there are working hard they're seeing a lot the COVID is is rampant and as a country democrat republican independent i don't care we have to make a decision are we going to be a sovereign country or not right and if we're going to be a sovereign country we can't allow this to happen yeah it, you know it it 
I've said this before. It just strikes me as so odd when I look at, you know, um, some of my, the way that my family is, the way that my family came here. Um, you know, you have a lot, the majority of Mexican people, of Hispanic people, where, you know, wherever they have come from in that region, the majority of us are obviously here legally. So, we have family members or we ourselves did it the right way. It just is so bizarre to me that so many um, Mexican people or Hispanic people have just been like blinded by the Democrat talking points and think that it's OK. We should be advocating for people to come illegally, because to me, I'm like, that is a slap in the face to all of the people who are standing there doing it the right way. Because, Elijah, you said, um, well, they just want a better life. And it's like. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people do. What do, what so right does, does that give you? Right. So does the thief. So, so does the murderer. So does the rapist. Just, want, just wants a couple free things. It's like, right. but we can't just go off what you want or what you feel. It has to be based off of what actually yes. makes sense logically. Yeah. What works for the country. And this is what I think a lot of even the viewers would think, because you're going mad. I'm sure, and you're watching this, and you're going, why? Can't, why are they acting like this? Is this intentional? And the, the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. This is an intentional is. restructuring of our country. They've been right. doing this for 70 years. They've been picking and chipping away at all of our law, all of our order, every type of structure, all of our identities, everything that makes us a great nation, our faith, our values, our culture, shared history, anything they can. And you know what? You know what's a fast track way to do that? If you look at the cultural Marxists, if you look at what they want to do, it's to divide us and to make us so confused in our sects, in our clubs, in our tribes, make the make it more confusing by importing more tribes. And this is why I'm going to say this. People are like, oh, this racist against Mexicans. Have you mm-hmm. seen what's coming out from Bill mm-hmm. Malusian down there, the reporter from Fox? These are Haitians. <clears throat> these are these are not mm-hmm. these are not people that are just from there. These are people from all different types. The, uh, the Caribbean. Oh, I mean, well, how like long ago were, some, uh, were Iranians uh, yeah, apprehended at the border countries. too? There you go. I mean, so this isn't like no, it's not an anti-Mexican rant. No, this no. might be a Mexican border, but right. not an anti-Mexican rant. It's it's insane of what's happening, and it's to disrupt the country. It's right. a long-term plan. They are they're very smart. These people do not play to lose. They play to win, and they did this. You know, they confused people about their sexuality, about their gender. They've broken down the family structure, made Christianity the enemy. They've taken down strong men, and then what? They, what do they have left? Well, break apart the unity, the assimilation, anything shared. And while they do it in the schools, bring in more people who don't even have anything you have to break down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So I, you know, I mentioned that we've, we're seeing a lot of these illegal immigrants who are coming here. They are either sick with COVID or they are declining the vaccine, which I'm told we'll get to this later in the program. But I'm told by, by Bill de Blasio that there is going to come a time where you are not going to be allowed to decline the vaccine because it is for your own good. And certainly you want Bill de Blasio uh, making decisions on what is for your own good. Have you seen the guy eat a cheeseburger? I mean, he clearly knows what he's doing. He makes great decisions. Uh, but I want I want to kind of switch gears to Dr. Fauci, who, uh, you know, talking about all of these people who are spreading covid. Apparently, it's OK to spread covid when you come through uh, the open borders of our country. But you have to mask up forever. You have to mask your children. You have to protect uh, yourself. You have to protect other people, even if you're vaccinated, no matter what, at all costs. If you are actually an American citizen, um, you must go through all of the hoops to make sure that you do not spread COVID because it is so bad that you cannot spread it. But don't worry, illegal immigrants can. So Dr. Fauci says that the new mask recommendations that just came out from the CDC that we covered yesterday, which, of course, say that even if you are fully vaccinated, um, you should still mask up in certain 
areas, which I think actually includes most U.S. counties by their own criteria. But they said, well, in these high transmission areas, you really still should mask up if you are vaccinated. Here is Dr. Fauci saying, well, look, those mask recommendations are actually going to encourage, they're going to incentivize more people to get the vaccine. Don't worry. Watch. Other uh, pushback we're hearing from conservatives, they're saying this new mandate is going to undermine confidence uh, on the part of people who haven't been vaccinated yet. It's going to take away the incentive to get vaccinated. No, I would think, Judy, just the opposite. We would not be in this situation if we already had now the overwhelming proportion of the population vaccinated. We would not be having the viral dynamics that give you a red and an orange zone. If we had the overwhelming proportion of the people vaccinated, we would not be having this conversation. Yeah, I mean, viruses totally don't mutate once you have a vaccine, like the flu vaccine that you get every year because there's a new strain that you have to get every year because even when you're getting that shot, um, the, the actual virus doesn't go away. But hey, I'm not a scientist. What do I know? Elijah, I know you have a science background, so I'm going to go to you first on this one. Um, what, 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 tell me what I'm missing here. What you're missing is basically what, whatever a politician needs you to think or believe about this virus based off of what end means they need to accomplish. And so it's funny because, you know, as the narrative changes, it's so interesting how people really want to be um, governed. You know, it's become like a kink in our country. It's like, govern me harder, daddy. <laughs> like, you know, as they get pricked with, with shots and masks. And it's very bizarre. It's like a very submissive thing. And, and you realize that, though, too, that, you know, as we've introduced, you know, like a lot of porn addiction and things that have caused lower testosterone levels in our country. People are heavily addicted to many things. They're not married. They're not leaders. And they, they, need, they need some guidance, the men and the women. And they're looking to the government to tell them it's going to be okay. And so the government comes in and says, well, what do we need to do? And someone wrote me and they go, it's because people like you won't get the jab, which is why we're still in this. And I go, no, it's because people like you think that the reason why we're not out of this is because of the people, yeah. not because the government is making you stay in this. Right. We'll be out of this as soon as the government wants us to be out of this. They don't care about illegal immigrants with COVID. Right. They don't right. They only care about some people with right. COVID. And right now, the people they care about are the unvaccinated, which is why every type of corporate media destructive outlet is like, there's benefits of why even if you had COVID, you need to get the vaccine. Here's if you're a kid, why you should have it. Hey, now we're going to put masks on kids because they're not getting the vaccine. It's to to crush you and to force you to a point where I'll end with this. Somebody asked me, because a lot of people on the right are like, is the danger with the vaccine, the fact that it's going to mutate you into an elephant or like you're going to turn into a Ninja Turtle? I go, look, I don't know. I'm, I guarantee there are some. That would be si- kind of cool if you turned into a Ninja Turtle. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I guarantee there's side, <laughs> guaranteed side effects for sure. I don't yeah. think with the masses, then there's guaranteed that there will be. But I said, this is not more about them trying to inject you with something. It's them trying to see who's in submission and who's not. And they will slowly make society so hard for those who are not. They're giving you a last chance and a last chance. Think of it like, like actually like a good nature of the government saying we're going to keep forcing you and cracking you down until you finally submit so that once we get the final enclave of the 20 percent of people who refuse to submit to us then we're going to crack the whip mandate vaccines vaccine passports it's coming here yeah. i promise you and well and i mean not to mention that i i completely agree with everything uh elijah that you said not but not to mention 
all of the financial conflicts of interest that we've talked about here on the show when it comes to, uh, you know, let's talk about the CDC changing their guidance, looking to the teachers unions for what sort of guidance they should put out. Let's talk about uh, the American Academy of Pediatrics, who just so happened uh, to be financially backed by Pfizer, who just so happens to be one of the manufacturers of the vaccines. Gee, what kind of conflict of interest could could be there? So you're looking at all of this and I mean, I think that rightfully so, even the people who chose to get vaccinated are like, I don't know that I'm buying this. Am, am right. I being optimistic? I, I think you're spot on is, is that as far as Dr. Fauci, I would say to you from a, not a scientific point, but from an old cop point, how many times has he changed his story? Yes. How many times have we got new reports on this? We can't have this and this. Right. And uh, I, what they're doing is they are dividing. And they're, you know, I hear a us and them. I'm mm-hmm. vaccinated. You're mm-hmm. not. So you mm-hmm. stay over there. I stay over here. And uh, it's basically just trying to shame people into doing it rather than saying, hey, you know what? You're a free person. We yeah. think this works. You can do this or you not cannot do this. Right, right. Live a good life. Yeah. Well, I, I, sadly, I don't think that that is what these politicians want. Uh, speaking of that, when we come back after the break, we will get into Bill de Blasio, uh, as promised, talking about the voluntary phase being over. When it comes to vaccines, you're not going to want to miss that. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Hunter Douglas. So if you have not yet checked them out, Hunter Douglas has these really, really unique shade designs for your house. They are transforming raw sunlight. They will cast just this really nice glow uh, across the space. You know, they will, they can brighten the dark corners of a room. I just, if you have not yet upgraded your shades, your shutters, your blinds, you don't understand the difference it can make in your entire, the entire look of your room can be transformed by this. They also have energy efficient shades that lead the industry. They will provide insulation against heat and cold for year round comfort. It's going to help you save a ton on your utility bills. Bills. They also have, let me tell you this part, is awesome. They have the PowerView automated shade system. So you can program your shades to move automatically throughout the day based on where the sun is. So if the sun is shining into your windows right here at a certain part of the day, you can make sure that your shades are programmed to block that out. It is so awesome. Uh, it, you really got to check them out. You can go to hunterdouglas.com slash why for a free style get smarter design guide. They will give you some creative ideas uh, and smart solutions for dressing your windows. But I'm telling you, if you have been thinking about redoing your house, you've got to start with your shades. You got to go to hunterdouglas.com/why for that free design guide. hunterdouglas.com/why. Talking about all of these mask mandates being implemented once again, talking about the vaccine, uh, how these local officials can I don't want to say force. Well, if it's Bill de Blasio, it's force. But all of these local officials are trying to incentivize you. They're trying to coerce you uh, into getting this vaccine. Bill de Blasio is not trying to do any of that anymore when it comes to his own city workers. He's just like, yeah, we're going to require all of our personal city workers to be vaccinated. The voluntary time is over. We were really patient. We threw money at you. We threw free food at you. You got to watch me eat this nasty cheeseburger with no manners, licking my fingers because it's the last thing you guys want to do. And surprisingly, it was disgusting. Did you see it? Yeah, I just, I remember whenever you watch an older gentleman behave like a young boy, 
and like suck his fingers on TV. Yes. Like, I feel like that's, a, that's something like maybe once you're, once you're older than 16, you <laughs> should know not to like suck the tips of your fingers off on TV. You really would think. It's, kind of, it's, just, it's just not a fun sight. The leader of New York City, at least, at bare minimum, should know that. Yeah, during COVID, during hygiene, he started <laughs> sucking on his thumb. Well, well, yeah. This is so good. Mm, this is so good. You get this if you get vaccinated. Uh, here is Bill de Blasio saying the voluntary phase of vaccines is over. Watch. What's good about our Department of Education right now is a high level of, excuse me, high level of vaccination. And we're going to do a major vaccination drive for kids 12 years old and up. And oh, look, thank I'm God. a parent. My kids went to New York City public schools. If my kids were going to school in September, I would be running to get them vaccinated right now. And, I... and like was said a moment ago, you know, we used to do this as parents all the time for a variety of vaccinations. We've got to shape people at this point and say, come on now, we tried voluntary. You know, we could not have been more kind and compassionate as a country. Free testing, everywhere you turn, incentives, friendly, warm embrace. The voluntary phase is over. We can keep doing those things. I'm not saying shut it down. I'm saying voluntary alone doesn't work. It's time for mandates because it's the only way to protect our people. Uh, yeah, come at me with that, Bill de Blasio, and see what happens. Uh, it is interesting, too, because he spouts a bunch of garbage about children and vaccines. And I think, you know, if we if we wanted to get into that at the table, I don't know if you guys want to, we could. But the fact of the matter is this particular virus children are not at risk for. So when he wants to bring in all of these childhood immunizations that they stack our kids full of, it's not to me. It's like you can't even bring that up because kids specifically are not at risk for not only death, but just hospitalization symptoms at all. I mean, children overwhelmingly will have this and not even know it if they have it. So it's odd for me to hear Bill de Blasio bringing in the children. Um, but then I guess it shouldn't be odd because isn't that what they always do is appeal to emotion, try to bring in the children, try to uh, instill more fear in people. And then if all those things don't work, as he just said, the quiet part out loud, uh, then we'll just mandate that you do it. My 15-year-old granddaughter got a checkup, and bingo, she had the antibody. She never knew it. You really? Know, absolutely. Interesting. And uh, uh, But uh, if I may speak to uh, our friends in New York that are watching this, liberty is ringing a lot in Texas. We're still here, mm -hmm. and we are the last frontier. Come on down. Yeah. And, just, uh, just vote red, though. Yeah, just vote red. <laughs> stay conservative, and yeah. but escape the uh, the. Uh, the bars that they're trying to put them in in New York. My goodness. Yeah, yeah, it's insane, Elijah. Yeah, I mean, already we saw in New York they are trying to pass a bill to make body armor illegal. I mean, this is like defensive stuff. Uh, it's no. very, yeah, it's very interesting. I mean, it's like, so they're saying, okay, well, there's a rise in violent crime, but, you know, we care about your protection, but you can't wear, uh, you know, any Kevlar or anything like that because. You can't carry. Right, you can't carry, you can't defend yourself, but. If you get this miracle jab that's offered for free at Walmart, by the way, that was I, I walked into Walmart to buy what you would expect at Walmart, to buy pineapple juice and a thumb drive, because that's how you can't go to Walmart any other way right. than for a weird combo. And I go in and there's a sign that says free, uh, free COVID vaccines. And I just go, I sure as hell ain't getting that. And I would not get it at it. Walmart. And yeah. that's a weird thing when yeah. you're getting to that, yeah. that point. And you're going, okay, this is clearly available. People that want it can get it. If it's available at Walmart, it's very available to the populace. Mm -hmm. And the people that don't want it, you're not going to convince them. And I have to clarify this to all of the uh, cultists that are, you know, 
I hate maggots and the mm. Trump. They, I hate Trump followers. The people that I know, I'm from LA, that aren't getting the vaccine are not conservatives. They're actually like pretty yuppie, left-wing people that are, they're more into the Whole Foods. What do you mean say they're lefty? They're just, they like Whole Foods. They care about what they put in their bodies. You know those healthy people yeah. that like take care of themselves and aren't really afraid of like, dying like from COVID because they're healthy yeah, yeah. and they exercise and they don't want to just put things in their body. In fact, a lot of the anti-vax movement is not really anti-vaxxers. And I think people mischaracterize them of like the guy on the street with a sign that's like, vaccines give you autism. That's not who most of these people are. Right. They're not anti-vaxxers. They're just like, look, I'm 32. I'm healthy. I'm going to weigh my own. I don't risk. even eat f food with fertilizers on them. Right. And so I'm not right. in between going kayaking and, and flying to my friend's wedding, going to get a third dose, you know, a triple jab of an experimental vaccine that hasn't even been FDA approved. And they're going, okay, we get it. So now we're going to soon mandate it. I'm telling you, they, they want to mandate this stuff. They want to force you to inject yourself. And if you resist, I don't want to know what's going to happen. Not here in Texas. It sure as hell ain't doing that. Well, it is going to be interesting to see how this plays out because I do agree with you. There is a, a large population of of people like that that you're saying, Elijah, who are just saying, yeah, I think I'm just going to, uh, I'm just going to gamble on my own immune system and see how that works out, which I we live in America. I think they have a right to do, but I think it's also, there is a large percentage of um, blacks, black men specifically, who do not want to get the vaccine. I think that there is just kind of this, you know, idea in the black right. community, rightfully so, because of, you know, historically, uh, I may be a little weary of taking a, you know, government uh, vaccine as well. So okay, the, the government has mistreated black people right, throughout history. So they right. might not trust the government. Right. Right. But, wow. But so you. But so you <laughs> have. So you. New. So you have the, this as well going on. And I'm just one. And of course, as Joe Biden said, well, us Hispanics don't want to get the vaccine because we're afraid that we might be deported. Because I guess we're all here illegally. I don't know. Although I don't know why we'd be afraid to get deported because we all sometimes know that Joe Biden's me, not going to deport us. You make me want to deport you sometimes. Sometimes you say things and I'm saying deport. <laughs> deport. Where's my deport button? Yeah. Just deport. Um, but so, but so you have these people who like really, statistically speaking, are way more likely to vote left. It will be interesting to see how they react to that type of mandate, which, Elijah, as you said, I mean, we have to believe are coming, not here in yeah. Texas, but other places, Sheriff. We can certainly get the vaccine if you want. It's, it's available on almost every corner. Even right. in the county jail, we wheel around. It, the underserved, as they say, are not getting access to it. Well, the jail population is generally that underserved group. And we wheel through there and say, does anybody want the vaccine? And guess what? These drug addicts and everybody else saying, I'm not, I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, thank you. You know, I'll put. But do you have any heroin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you happen to have heroin on that card? I'll be fine. Yeah, Some little, cartel methamphetamine would be great. Yeah, they're not but, so yeah. far from it. Yeah. Getting heroin mixed with the vaccine. I mean, like, that's... And they're like, look, the cartels I trust. <laughs> the, the government telling me to exactly. take this vaccine? Absolutely not. Not exactly. hot take, but Big Pharma is the most deadly and largest cartel in the world right now. And that's yeah. honestly what's going on here. It is a cartel. And I'm going to tell you, you do not tell me what I put in my body. And I just do not trust these companies. And I, don't, I haven't been on the show in a while. No, you haven't. I haven't. But I will say this. You're telling me that like two of the four main manufacturers are currently pulling products off shelves that have been out for years because of carcinogens and cancer, yeah. basically cancer causing sure. chemicals. Yes. And the primary company, Pfizer, is in a lawsuit for yes. intentionally lying to its target audience, its customers, in a marketing campaign and losing billions of dollars because they've been caught actively right now mm -hmm. misleading the public about the potential risks of their products. 
Okay, hard pass for me. And I'm not against all vaccines and natural inoculations and things like that, but I'm so sorry, I've, I, I had COVID and like most people who have had it, it wasn't a big deal for me. That doesn't diminish for some people who have died from it, but right. a, a year to, you know, the average age of death from COVID is I believe now still over the average age of death in the United States from every other cause. So it's like, I'm not saying it makes you live longer, but please just keep your little pokey things away from me. I don't like pricks in my face. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, all right, when we come back, let's talk about uh, Nancy Pelosi, who is just a, just a show favorite. She's just a gem. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, they, of course, we're talking about masks uh, and vaccines. They implemented the mask mandate back on the House floor, which I just, again, they're all vaccinated, so I don't, it just doesn't make any sense. Uh, but let's get into that after the break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Bambi. So all of you small business owners out there, if you don't know this yet, you're going to learn, don't let it be the hard way that HR issues can completely kill your business. You can be held liable for you know, wrongful termination suits. Uh, you've got minimum wage requirements. You've got all of these labor regulations to remember because big government doesn't make that easy. There's a lot of red tape and HR managers' salaries are not cheap. They are like uh, $70,000 a year on average. So Bambi, that's B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for you, the small business owner. You will get a dedicated HR manager who will craft all of your HR policy, maintain your compliance, do onboarding, do terminations, do whatever you need for $99 a month. I am not great at math, but I have uh, just uh, the slightest inkling that $99 a month is way cheaper than $70,000 a year. You can change your HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength, by the way. Um, uh, your dedicated HR manager will be available by phone, email, real-time chat, however you would like to get a hold of them. They will let you, allow you to focus on why you got in business, which is, let's not kid, to make money. So you go make the money, they will handle your, your HR, and you can cancel anytime. You can go to Bambi.com slash matters. Get your free HR audit today. Let them help you for free. It is Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash matters. The House of Representatives, of course, uh, is reinstating their universal mask requirements for all members, even though most of them are vaccinated because this is an upside down world and nothing makes sense. Don't question it. Just follow through with it. Well, Kevin McCarthy did not do that. He tweeted out in response to it. Vaccines work and vaccinated Americans should not have to wear should not have to wear masks by forcing vaccinated Americans to return to masks. The Biden administration is not only casting doubt on a safe and effective vaccine, but contradicting why vaccines exist. Make no mistake, the threat of bringing masks back is not a decision based on science, but a decision conjured up by liberal government officials who want to continue to live in a perpetual pandemic state. Uh, well, Nancy Pelosi did not, did not appreciate that kind of talk. She was asked about it when she was walking to her car. Now, this is a little bit hard to hear because, like I said, she's outside. She's walking to her car. I think maybe she's had a few knocked back a few i'm not sure but uh she responds he's such a moron watch leader mccarthy leader mccarthy says it's against the science i don't know if she realizes this but like the the mask only works if you well it doesn't work at all but so they say it works when you put it on, but not when you're holding it. 
Or does it have like special COVID powers when you're holding it? I don't know. It depends. It's a virtue is that, signal. It gives you points. Is that, that is very sciencey, right? You know, they say, they say that you can get COVID from your hands, so maybe it's just like a easily removable glove, you know? <laughs> just a little, little, like a little hot mitt. Maybe, like. maybe. So here is, so let me play one more for you. Uh, she was asked during a press conference it, uh, about calling Kevin McCarthy a moron. And I, you know, she just, uh, she always doubles down, right? Here she is. Um, just to clarify something from earlier, um, is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? <laughs> Um, I, I said earlier in my comment, science, 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 and science. On almost every subject that you can name, science is the answer. Whether it's the climate crisis, whether it's a health crisis, whether, it, whether it's our preeminence in the world and technology, science, 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 science. Uh, to say uh, that wearing a mask is not based on science, I think, is, is not wise and that was my comment and that's all i'm going to say about that saying it repeatedly does not actually make it true i'm not sure if she understands that you, the more it's like when joe biden was at his town hall and he said he was going to all of his spending plans were going to reduce inflation reduce inflation reduce inflation it do, like repeating it doesn't make it more true if you don't have the statistics and the data to back it up, um, it, it is interesting because, you know, you look at the CDC's reversal, you look at all these things and it's like uh, they literally have all of the data available to show not only that masks did not help, but also the places uh, throughout the world who did not have these mask mandates, who have better outcomes than the places who do have the mask mandates. So you see all of this data and it just it feels a lot like gaslighting when you hear someone keep talking about science. You have to depend on science. You have to depend on science. All these decisions are made in science. And it's like, no, they're not. I'm not. I know I'm not crazy. Show me the data. They never actually can follow through with showing you the data. You just have to take their word for it, I guess. Yeah, science is a method, right? It's an approach to understanding the world. And that's the, the basicity of it, is trying to come to a conclusion based off of changing variables. And as you change those variables, and as you develop, you learn more and more about the world, either that you were wrong mm -hmm. in, in your original hypothesis, or you were right and you might be developing a theory. Right. And as we've moved in a country where we've, we've rejected truth, truth no longer involves itself in science. And so science, anything that rejects truth becomes politics, right? Because politics is where truth ends and where, where the human heart and the ego are tested. And so when you come into this, our scientists are bureaucrats before they're scientists. You know, and so they're not they're not judging based off of the method. They're following the political method, mm -hmm. which is say what you need to to get ahead and do what you need to do to stay in power, not what actually helps people. And also I want to say this. This sheds light, which I've told people for years in the science community of how corrupt it is based yes. off of funding. Yes. I mean, a lot of people don't realize even just with peer reviews how, you know, any discussions on intelligent design, even though there is evidence and there is evidence against even evolution or different things, there no one will discuss those things. You just get called an idiot, a stupid head, worst things I've heard <laughs> in the field, and, and your work would not get published. And I'm talking about these are actually evolutionary biologists who find problems with the evolutionary theory won't right. get published right. because it conflicts with what 
politically is being funded as they want the narrative to be. And so it's funny because you can't get work funded from the government mm -hmm. that doesn't agree with the humanist ideas of the government. Mm -hmm. It doesn't push the national message forward. And that's why we're not, we don't find things, that, for instance, that fight Big Pharma. Because anything right. that Big Pharma doesn't yep. want you to fight, you won't get funding for. Right. Right. And so it's like this shows a much clearer picture that I hope the audience realizes is that science is not this all-knowing thing. It is the same people in politics. They want power. They want notoriety. They want to make money. And they do not care about the truth any longer. We've lost, we've lost the vision to understand the galaxies and the stars, and it's just become one giant narcissistic mess. So to Elijah's point, I mean, if it truly was about the science, if it truly was about science itself, we wouldn't be seeing all of these other scientists, all of these other doctors, people with the same type of education credentials as these government bureaucrats, but they're, but they're not allowed to say anything about it. They get shut down. They get banned from right. uh, from YouTube. They get banned from social media if they deviate from the government talking point. It's my understanding that the medical field is 50-50 on this vaccine. Mm -hmm. Right there. Mm -hmm. And uh, But Elijah, to your point is, are you really saying that politicians are not letting the facts get in the way? Yeah, they're 100% blocking. I mean, this is crazy. The politicians are blocking Whoa, everyone grab your pearls. This is shocking. They're blocking the truth, and a PhD doesn't make you a, a truth teller. No, it doesn't. And uh, and people need to be independently looking at facts and, and what is going on to make the right choice in their world. You know, that's as we talk about being free people, isn't that really what it's about, that we need to seek out the facts and land where we land and say, okay, yeah. I feel good with living my life in this lane. Right. And uh, when... People like Nancy Pelosi are saying people are morons because they feel a certain way is that's all they got is throwing the rocks instead of saying, well, I respect their position. Right. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, I feel like they are creating a lot more skeptics, vaccine skeptics, than they would have if they would have just said, you guys, here's the data. You guys decide on your own. We're staying out of it because it's your choice. And what about what? I'm one of them. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't get the flu shot, but I, but I just like I wouldn't have thought much of it. Even I wouldn't even have written anything. If they just were like, hey, we have a COVID vaccine, and they're just like, it's at what? They're like, all these, you all know? these conservatives like, are causing vaccine hesitancy. It's like, no, it's literally every single thing that comes out of your mouth that's causing the vaccine hesitancy. I'm pretty sure. That's right. Uh, all right, we've got more to come. First, we want to thank our new sponsor of the show. I'm super excited about this because uh, Elijah alluded earlier to all of these people who like put good things in their body and like go to Whole Foods and stuff like that. And that is, he was actually describing me um, because I am one of those health nuts. They, I'm like the conservative hippie sometimes they call me, right? So I'm a little bit hippie-ish in that way. Um, so I, I study all things health and nutrition and I am excited to partner with Uprising. They have cracked the code on healthy bread. So you can't find something this healthy that tastes this good, that is this fresh, it just all of these things meld together. They have two net carbs per serving, six grams of protein, nine grams of fiber. This bread is delicious. It is it is so good for you. It tastes good. So you feel like you're still getting bread when you're on a diet, right? If you're on keto, uh, low carb diets, um, high fiber, dairy free, grain free lifestyles. We've got a lot of diets out there and you want to stick to your diet, but you want to eat stuff that tastes good. This bread is going to hit all of those marks for you. All right. Uh, you will find things in the ingredients like almonds, MCT oil, apple cider vinegar, egg white, psyllium husk, and olive oil. I'm telling you guys, I was, ta I talked to them the other day and I was just like, you have no idea 
how much I love your food. I love it. And you can feel good about eating it. They've got chips. They've got a bunch of other stuff. So you got to go to their website. It is uprisingfood.com. Use code Y, that's W-H-Y, to get $10 off the starter bundle. Um, it's kind of like a mini trip to the grocery store, minus all of the unhealthy distractions that is not going to help you stay healthy so you can fight off viruses, things like that. Uh, they ship directly to your door. you got to go to uprisingfood.com. Use my code Y, that is W-H-Y, to get $10 off of your order. I am telling you, you will not regret it. All right. Yesterday we brought you, I know we have a couple minutes here, so I'm going to try to go quick. Yesterday we brought you uh, Adam Kinzinger, who was just um, uh, an emotional wreck on the floor, uh, listening to all of these, the January 6th committee hearings. Uh, it was very embarrassing, I think, for him. But um, it gets better. It wasn't, he wasn't the only Adam who broke down, got a little emotional about all of this. Here's Adam Schiff, who I think was just like, I don't, I didn't really see any actual crying tears, but he tried really hard, I think, Adam Schiff. Watch. Better the next time, God help us. And if we're so driven by bigotry and hate that we attack our fellow citizens as traitors, if they're born in another country or they don't look like us. And, and God help us. But I have faith. Because of folks like you. Was re- wow, that was that was really dramatic. That was impressive, Adam Schiff. Um, it's just that I don't buy any of it. I don't buy any of it. And Sheriff, I think that you bring an important perspective here because, um, I, and as we talked about off air, I obviously support law enforcement. Absolutely. I love law enforcement. Um, I totally back the blue. But I just there's something about these this particular uh, law enforcement official that they put on the stand, his history that we've seen. That I just I don't believe him. I'm not buying it. I think it makes it very difficult to get the facts out when so much emotion's in the room. And law enforcement's trying to get that emotions out. I know Adam Schiff is a trained attorney, trained in dramatics, Mm -hmm. and that makes it even worse. Uh, But I would like to have seen, uh, you know, the background of these officers that we've now heard about, the one officers uh, of some of the stuff that he has been involved with, and some of the activism even brings the integrity even further down the list in some of the things that we're hearing. And and I'm sad that they they set it up this way because law enforcement doesn't need more of this. And that's what we're getting is division because of this. Yeah. Uh, Elijah, we've got about a minute. I know you were there that day in the vicinity. I don't know exactly where you were. Who knows? But, uh, but, you, did, but you did see a lot of it with your own eyes. What are your thoughts? We'll you know, you word. just Americans attack Americans. It's a serious problem. There is a solution to be had to bring our country together, and this committee is not it. Amen. So. Why? The committee is not it because they politicized the basicity of what is actually unity. Instead of saying, hey, look, Anytime Americans fight each other, there's a time where we need to see a division, and that division we can call for unity, and we can find where we can unite. And instead, they've made the insurrection, well, they call it an insurrection, so they made it an insurrection, blamed it as a super spreader event, made it about COVID, AOC made it about her being, you know, raped, Mm -hmm. Um, the officer said it was about him being black, and so you see the intersectionality of just leftism propaganda, where it's all about patriarchy, white supremacy, COVID, climate change, etc., And in the end, we don't get down to the real problem of why did Americans 
do that that day? What role did the FBI have in that? And also the officers who were hurt and were damaged, how does their restitution from our country to make it right for them as well? And the voters who are upset of what happened in the election. Yeah. Perfectly said. All right, we got to take a break. We'll be back. Before we go, uh, I'm just saying like my entire happiness just hinges upon you going to wherever you get your audio podcasts and searching for the news and why it matters and then subscribing, rating and reviewing the news and why it matters. It will make our bosses very happy. I think Elijah would agree here. And you might get it read on the show. And you might get it read on the show, which again, so there's something in it for me. And also there's something in it for you, okay? Here's one today from Falcon's Rule, who says, five stars, love this show because topics are actually discussed and information is actually used in the discussion. Enjoy Jason Buttrell, Sheriff Weyburn, and everyone else. Enjoy the interplay between you and the others. Common sense discussions. Keep doing what you guys are doing, bringing sanity back into the world. Great job, one discussion at a time. Uh, There's some big... Sheriff Weyburn fans out in the audience. So we always love it whenever you can take time from Mm -hmm. fighting crime to come and join us. And then (laughs) after the program, the uh, the bat signal comes back. It's the Weyburn signal. It's the big W. You have to go and save the day. Also, don't forget to subscribe to Slightly Offensive. Uh, You can find much more of Elijah Schaefer. And it is like way less censored than this. So you're going to want to go check it out. Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.